you for joining us today here at Victory. At Victory Church, we are a community of authentic, spirit-led Christ followers transformed to walk in victory. Join us as we begin today's message. Thank you for being here this morning. I'm supposed to be looking for a spider up here. It was crawling. My wife has a spider phobia. So if you see a spider and I kill it, I'm not mad at anybody. I'm killing the spider that was climbing up here. Okay? So that's just a little humor to get started this morning. She said, you see that spider? I'm like, it's this little bitty thing that was crawling up here. So I guess there is a spider. Heather saw it. Good morning. How is everybody? Good. I know y'all are glad to be here on a rainy day. I'm glad to be here to share with you some things. Um, I want to share with you a little bit how I arrive at a message. I don't know why. Just for some reason, I'm sitting there. There's the rain. And I just want to tell you how I arrive at these messages. I have outlines. I'm not a genius. But during the week, I decide on the outlines. And then I spend some time looking at the outline, looking at the scriptures. And then I write down words and I study words. And then during the week, I pray over it and write out journals. And my wife will tell you, by Saturday, I'm not prepared at all. I always say that I'm not I don't feel right. It just seems like I'm leaving something out. But every Sunday morning, I'll get up 6.30 or so, and I turn the music on, and, and I begin to pray, and I do something called prayer journaling. And I go through the outline, and I said, Lord, speak to me. And if I could have wrote that down this morning, I would just play it to you, and then I would be through. But you don't have two hours and 15 minutes. Well, you probably do, but I'm, you'll be getting bored if I talk for two hours and 15 minutes. But that's how long the Lord spoke to me about this this morning. For two hours and 15 minutes, I finally finished prayer journaling through this. And actually, Josh preached the sermon just a moment ago when he shared with you that testimony. So we probably could have went home just right after that. But I'm going ahead and take the time that I have available. We've been going through the Gospel of John. Those of you here there last week, we talk about the crippled life and the cure for the crippled life. And some of you mentioned you'd like to know what goes on before in the scripture where I'm going to start and what, you know, what after. We're going to be in the sixth chapter of John. To let you know, in the sixth chapter of John, there's also a parable, not a, para, a parallel story in all the other three gospels. And this is the feeding of the 5,000. So I won't kill this spider, but I'll pick my pen up. And what happened in three of these stories was the beheading of John. And Jesus was apparently sad, and he and his disciples were tired of the great multitudes of crowds that came and thronged on him and wanted the healing and wanted to hear the authoritative word of God. But in this particular John, it is just after the crippled man has been healed, and the Pharisees are attacking Jesus because he healed on the Sabbath. And consequently, he steps back on their toes and basically tells them that they're just Pharisees. They live by the law. They don't live by the Spirit. They're more concerned about the healing on the Sabbath than the healing of the man physically and his life. And that's what brings us into John chapter 6 this morning. So before I get started, let's look at John 6 on the screen and then I'll begin to pray over the Scripture. Lord, thank you for being here. Thank you for giving us 
ears to hear, hearts to listen, minds to understand. Lord, speak to us today. Tell each and every one of us what you would tell us individually. We all come to you, to hear you as the crowds came to hear you in the story of the New Testament. We come to hear you because you teach and preach with authority. We come to hear you because you need, we need healing. We need healing of our hearts. We need healing of our bodies. We come to hear you, O oh Lord, because we have need. We have financial needs. We have family needs. But most importantly, we have heart needs. Lord, we welcome your presence. We thank you for your presence. And in Jesus Christ's name I pray, amen. Let's read the Word of God starting in chapter 6 of John. You can read it on the screen. If you have your Bibles, you have your tablets, you have your phones. And as I read the Word of God, listen carefully to what is going on in chapter 6, 1 through 14. And the Bible says these things. After these things, Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. And a great multitude followed him because they saw his miracles, which he did on them that were diseased. And Jesus went up into the mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. And the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was nigh. When Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw a great company come unto him, he saith unto Philip, Whence shall we buy bread? that these may eat. And this he said to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, Two hundred penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may take a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, saith unto him, There is a lad here, which hath five barley loaves and two small fishes, but what are they among so many? And Jesus said, Make the men sit down. Now there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down in number of about 5,000. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples, and the disciples to them that were set down, and likewise of the fishes as much as they would. When they were filled, he said unto his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. Therefore they gathered them together and filled the twelve baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. Then those men, when they had seen the miracle that Jesus did, said, This is of a truth that prophet should come into the world. May God bless the reading of the word. Today we're going to discuss the feeding of the five thousand the satisfying Savior. Jesus, first of all, drew the crowd because he had a magnificent and magnetic personality. People were drawn to him. Thousands upon thousands of crowds would come to him because of the authority of what he preached. He spoke to our hearts. He spoke to our minds. He speaks to these people. 
These people had need just like we do today. And the Word of God should attract you. It should draw you in because there's things in Jesus' Word that He needs to tell you and you need to hear. He was magnetic in His personality. In verse 9-11 of Luke, let's look there together real quickly. The other story, the other part of the story, Luke 9-11, And the people, when they knew Him, knew it, followed Him. And He received them and spake unto them the kingdom of God and healed them that had need of healing. They also came to hear His message. His message was the kingdom of God. What is the kingdom of God? Certainly it's about the hearts and minds of people. But this morning the Lord spoke to me outside of this message and He said, tell them this is the kingdom of God. This is my message. Matthew 5, 1 says this, and 2, he said, he opened his mouth, and he said, this is the kingdom of God. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are they that are meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, and they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, shall they attain mercy. And blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. And blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. That was the message. That was the attraction. Because it wasn't a worldly attraction as they have then and then. It wasn't how successful you are. It wasn't how much money you made. It wasn't your status in life. It was peace, security, mercy humbleness, persecution. That was the kingdom of God. That was the message that drew these people. Most of these people we would fit in. They were poor people. They were the worst of the worst, the lowest of the lowest. Many of them were peasants. And this message attracted them. But not only did the message attract them, His miracles attracted them. They came to see and to be healed Physically. Physically. Do we come today? Do we have physical needs? You come to Jesus for your physical healing. You come to Jesus through His message. He attracts you. That's why you pray for your healing. That's why you continue to pray for your healing. But you also have a healing of the heart you need. And the Lord spoke to me this morning and told me to say this to you in Jeremiah 3, 22. He said, this is the real healing you need in my message. This is the, really the reason you're here today. This is the reason I attract you. And as I, in Jeremiah 3, 22, it says, Return, ye backsliding children, and I will heal your backsliding. Behold, we've come unto thee, for thou art the Lord thy God. Why did the Lord tell me this morning? It must be because some of us are backsliding. And we know He's speaking to us today. You're a child of God. You've been saved by the grace of Jesus Christ. But you know you're living out of fellowship with the Lord. And you need a heart healing. You need to come back into the Lord and let Him clean your life up. You need to come back to the Lord and live the way the Lord would have you do. That is His message today. 
to you if you are backsliding because you need a healed heart more than you need a healed body because your body will be healed one day if you know Jesus Christ in the resurrection. You will have a perfect body. But today the Lord is very concerned with your backsliding and the message He's telling you today that you're being drawn here today is because you're backsliding and you need to return into God. And the way you do that is you come to the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the one who multiplied this meal for thousands. That same Lord can heal you today. There's also the crowd sensed Jesus' compassion. In John chapter 6, verse 5, it said, When Jesus lifted up his eyes, he saw a great company. Jesus saw Thousands. It said 5,000 men, but they only counted in the Bible men back then. It didn't include the women. It didn't include the children. There could have been 15 to 25 or 30,000 people that had followed Jesus with no food, no preparing to be out there, and that is what His compassion is. There's thousands upon thousands of people outside this building that Jesus is looking down from heaven today, and He has compassion upon them. Because he wants to fulfill their needs. All he's asking is they come to him and let him multiply those needs in his life. There's also a merciful provision there in verse 5. Whence shall we buy bread that these may eat? Bread. He wanted to know, tell the Savior, Andrew wanted to know, how are we going to feed 5,000, 10,000, 15,000, 25,000 people with five loaves of barley bread and two small fishes. Theologians tell us the two small fishes were probably the size of a sardine, so they would be that big. How is he going to feel it? He is merciful. He knows that we have needs. He knows that you need homes. He knows that you need money. He knows all the things physically that you need. All you need to do is realize he is merciful that He will supply those needs if only you believe in faith that He will do it. Every one of us have seen miracles come in our life of physical need, if you'll just think about it just a minute. Every one of us have received the multiplication, the mercy of God in our needs. There's also a multiplied provision in verse 11 of 6th chapter of John. And Jesus took the loaves and he gave thanks and he distributed them to the disciples and the disciples to them that were set down. He is able to multiply. He can change your life. He can change your circumstances. And the people came. Those five barley loaves those, that food was only for peasants and the people like me and you that live normal lives, if we were doing it, we would only give it to our dogs, our cats, our cows, our donkeys, our horses. This was just food that was just given to the poor because the wealthy or the middle class had no need of it. He multiplies this provision. Here's how God can multiply provision in your life. Look at it. First, He said He gave thanks. Then he distributed it to the disciples, and the disciples distributed it to the people. 
Give thanks for everything that God has given you. Distribute it to others so they can distribute it to others. That is the merciful, multiplied provision that God gives us. Here you are, disciples of Christ, and Christ is giving you something, the Word of God, to distribute it to other people so that their needs can be met. That is our calling. That is what Jesus is asking us to do, to believe and with a small crowd of people here, we can do miracles through God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We don't need hundreds of thousands of people. We only need the people that are in here because we have to believe that God can multiply through His disciples if we just hand it out. And that is the provision. There's also the ministered provision there in verse 11 and 12. And when they were filled, meaning the people eating, he said to the disciples, gather up the fragments that remain that nothing be lost. In other words, there's no waste. You and I are being ministered to today by the Word of God. The bread of life is speaking to you out of this Bible. I assure you that if these words that are read out of this Bible and are spoke out of this Bible are not true, then I'm wasting my time and you're wasting your time sitting here feeling good about it. Because the scripture said in the very beginning of John, he says, I am the word. This is the word. God spoke the word. And today through the written word, through the power of the Holy Spirit, he penetrates your heart, he penetrates your mind, and he's ministering to you the same way he ministered to the crowd who needed food that day. The question is, will you receive it? Will you take it in and will use it? It says in verse 13, Therefore they gathered them together and filled the twelve baskets with the fragments of five barley loaves which remained over and above them that was eaten. There's an abundance in what we have to hear today. There's over the amount that God has given us. We will receive up and above anything we could ask for, anything we could hope for in His Word today. The crowd also sensed the compassion of Christ and His compassion was born of vision and the compassion was born of passion. That day when all those people came to Him, they came to hear the Word of God. They came to be physically healed. That evening came. The disciples were concerned about how all these people were going to be fed. You see, the Word of God, it attracts you. It makes you forget that you're even hungry. It makes you come to hear His Word when you've made no provision at all to prepare for the rest of the day or for the rest of your life. And these people came out into a wilderness not knowing what they were going to hear, but they came to see miracles. But what they had, they saw a miracle of the bread and the fishes being multiplied. 
They really came for a healing, but they got more. And how about you today? What have you come to hear today? Is God speaking to your life? Maybe He's calling you to a, to a higher level of discipleship. Maybe He's calling you to return unto Him because you're backslidden. Maybe He's calling you to the cross for the first time of your life and that you want to know Him as your Lord and your Savior. Christ receives you just as you are. You can't clean yourself up. You can't get any better. Just try a day or two. It'll get worse. He loves you. He had compassion. He had vision on these people. Today, I will finish with this. Once again, Jeremiah 3, 2, 22. Return ye backsliding children, and I will heal your backsliding. Behold, we come unto thee, for thou art the Lord our God. Have you backslidden? Do you need restoration? Christ is your satisfaction. He can restore you. As a worship team comes forward,